At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast, presented by Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Sam Farber. Welcome to another edition of the Hornets Hivecast, your Hornets podcast with all your notes, quotes, and daily buzz around your favorite NBA team. I'm Sam Farber, and it is a pleasure and a privilege to have you with us here once again on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. It's a Silver Linings edition. Hornets close one, but ends up being a loss, taking on the Philadelphia 76ers night two of a back-to-back Saturday at Spectrum Center. Final total, 97 to 89 in favor of Philly. Very entertaining contest. We'll break it down for you. Select our Silver Linings players, and we're going to talk about Hornets rookie Brandon Miller, who has put together uh, something special, something unique for him over his last couple of games, and is putting himself in line for a run at Eastern Conference Rookie of the Month. Don't want to get too far ahead of things, but with 10 days left to go in the month, uh, he certainly seems to be trending in that direction. We'll let you know our thoughts on the lay of the land heading in to the final week plus of the month of January. Helping me on all of these topics, he's my producer on the Hornets Radio Network as well as the producer of this fine podcast, Rob Longo. And Rob, a very entertaining game for the Hornets uh, going up against mighty Joel Embiid and the Philadelphia 76ers who are 27-13 and 13 going into the game, 28-13 and 13 coming out. Embiid had an Embiid-like line, 33 points, 11 of them at the foul line. Also added in 10 rebounds and 5 assists. And the Hornets were extremely Extremely shorthanded. No Mark Williams. No Nick Richards, meaning uh, your top two centers absent going up against arguably the best center in basketball right now. Plus no Gordon Hayward. Plus no LaMelo Ball, who missed last night's game uh, with an ankle issue, which hopefully uh, he will recover from very quickly as the Hornets are playing again tomorrow. All that against a fairly fully loaded Philly team, and yet Charlotte was only down one at halftime and actually led the game going into the fourth quarter before Philadelphia took over the contest. Your thoughts on the game? Well, I mean, you basically summed it up pretty well right there because by the end of the time that the horn sounded at the end, the Hornets had no centers available to play in this one because P.J. Washington fouled out, Nathan Mensah fouled out as well. So, I mean, at one point towards the end of the game there, you had J.T. Thor playing 
small ball five trying to go up against guys like Joel Embiid. So not a recipe for success by any stretch of the imagination, but you got to give credit for the Hornets for hanging in there. Both teams on the second night of a back-to-back, both teams didn't look particularly well shooting the basketball. That's going to happen. A lot of tired legs. Philadelphia had to travel, of course, too, and the Hornets being shorthanded certainly didn't help in that sense. But all in all, I mean, I know we'll hear from some players and we'll hear from Coach Clifford in a minute, but you can't fault the effort from these guys. I mean, especially when you go back to last month where the Hornets had the worst loss in franchise history to the 76ers and probably had a little bit of a healthier roster. I mean, it's kind of uh, between a rock and a hard place for the Hornets in that sense, and you're splitting hairs. But all things considered, this probably would have been the game where you would have thought, well, this would add up to a franchise record loss. And instead, it almost ended up in a win and sweeping a back-to-back after beating the Spurs on Friday night here at Spectrum Center. So, yeah, you just go to that fourth quarter and Hornets running out of gas, shot 31% from the field in the fourth quarter, only scored 16 points. They were stuck on seven for a majority of that as well. Gave a flurry late, like final, what, 90 seconds? They had a couple turnovers, a couple of threes got hit as well and kind of made it a little interesting at the end. But all in all, again, can't fault the effort. It goes back to the old thing that we continue to say here the old hat is just if one more player was healthy, if two more players were healthy, this would be a completely different game. But this, I think, might be the epitome of it, all things considered, because if they had just one healthy top two center on the roster last night, I think this is a different game for the Hornets because you don't have guys like P.J. Washington and Nathan Mensah fouling out and getting in foul trouble early and often, and it might be a different ballgame. Hornets fall 97-89. to Let's get Miles Bridges' thoughts on the contest. Miles ended up the Hornets' leading scorer with 25 last night. We played competitive. You know, we our, our main thing was just try to try to limit and beat. You know, last time he came in here, he had 40 through th- three quarters, I think. So I feel like we did a better job on him, just showing him different faces, throwing bodies at him. Yeah, I just feel like Tobias came out. He set the tone in that started the fourth quarter, and then they just built off of that. Accurate depiction of how the Hornets handled Joel Embiid, and we talked about it after the game last night as well, Rob. When you're when you're playing a guy like Embiid, I think you hope to take something away from him. And the one thing the Hornets were effective taking away from him was the rim. He barely was in the cylinder the majority of the night. Didn't have much by way of offensive rebounds. Only one on the night, and really no dunks to speak of. He was basically living in the mid-range, which he is exceptional at, but you know they, they took a lot away from him, uh, and I thought that was a, a big change in pace, and he didn't have his best game, I thought, against the Hornets. Only, only 11 for 23 from the floor for 33 points and 10 rebounds for the MVP. That's not an exceptional night, and certainly compared to what he did the last time when the Hornets lost by 53, holding him down was a big part of the reason this game was only an 8-point loss. Maybe the, the things I think the Hornets might have missed on that could have turned it in their favor, one, the free throw disparity was enormous. That's not necessarily the Hornets' fault. I think Joel Embiid got the benefit of a couple of grazing calls, like grazing contact that were very, very light, uh, that he gets as the MVP that the Hornets did not get. Charlotte only shot 14 free throws. They didn't make enough. They were 10 of 14. Strangely, Terry Rozier went for five. He's normally so sure handed at the line and just had a great game overall, but that was one area of deficiency for him. Uh, so the foul disparity was enormous, plus 10 made free throws for Philadelphia in a game they ended up winning by eight. The other one 
the big one was turnovers. Charlotte turned it over 17 times, leading to 22 points for Philadelphia. They were a plus 12 in the points off turnover department. A big, big reason why Philadelphia was able to emerge from Spectrum Center with the win. One more person's opinion to hear from. Let's get Hornets head coach Steve Clifford on the effort for the shorthanded Charlotte squad. Listen, our guys, I thought they played great. I mean, to be that shorthanded playing against that team and, uh, you know, the beginning of the four, look, I mean, again, those guys can't play every minute of every quarter. You know, we end up with a lineup up there that we're just trying to get three, four minutes out of. And, uh, you know, we went from, I think, what was it, like two up or three up to like 10 down, you know. But uh, everybody, everybody that played, played well, played hard. It'd be hard to find fault with an effort like that. Totally agree with Coach there, and and you look to the end of the bench for the Hornets, and it looks like the typical end of a bench for a team that was picking in the lottery the year before. You got a lot of young guys because you're using draft picks and trying to develop players. So Nick Smith Jr., a rookie, Leaky Black, two-way contract, uh, Nathan Mensa, two-way contract, JT Thor on a rookie contract, Bryce McGowan's on a rookie contract. James Booknight on a rookie. Like, that's the end of the bench for the Charlotte Hornets, whether they played or not almost irrelevant. For Philadelphia, the end of their bench, guys who got into the contest and, and played some minutes but typically don't necessarily, Furkan Korkmaz, he's been out of the rotation for a while. He's a former first-round pick, a former heavy rotation player for the Philadelphia 76ers. Daniel House Jr. has kind of grown in his role over there, but he's not necessarily a, a big minutes guy for them typically. Uh, you know, seventh year out of Texas A&M. You know, he's he's been around for a little bit, but you know, not necessarily what they typically leaned on for that squad. So, you know, there's more veterans for Philadelphia. Charlotte playing more young guys, and yet Charlotte was able to hang in there against mighty Joel Embiid, had a lead, got oh so close to clutch time. I was getting made fun of up there on the press row, Rob, because I said, hey, the Hornets can get it to clutch time. They've been the better performing team. Charlotte was within like a half shoe size of being within five with less than five minutes to go, but never quite got it there. Well, boo-hoo on the haters there, so way to stick it to the man in that <laughs> sense and, and believe in the fight. But yeah, I mean, again, it goes back to what I just said not that long ago. If there was just one or two more healthy Hornets out there on this team, would have been a completely different story. And I think it goes back to something that I talked about in the podcast yesterday was the bench scoring. I mean, you only had nine points from the guys off the bench. JT Thor had seven, which was promising. Ish Smith just had two. Everybody else was held scoreless in the contest. So again, it's unfortunate just because of the injuries, because you have guys that are in the starting lineup, like a PJ Washington, like a Cody Martin, who normally would come off the bench. And I know that those guys only combined for 13 points in the game last night, but that's 13 points of bench scoring that you would normally have. And you would replace that with a Gordon Hayward or a LaMelo Ball who are averaging in double figures or averaging 10 or 15 and 20 points a game and can go for 20 or 30 night in and night out. So, I mean, if you just are able to relegate two of those guys into a reserved role, balance out the scoring a little bit, trying to take away a little bit of that pressure from the starters, it's a completely different ball game. And I know that the starters did a good job where they could. Miles with 25, Brandon Miller with 23, Terry Rozier with 19. Terry Rozier still stuck on that 19-17 point game. Can't get quite over that hump to that 20 point game that we, he's been trying to climb in the all-time list of 20-point scorers in Hornets history that we talked about a couple of days ago on the podcast. But all in all, you can't fault the effort of the starters. You can't fault the effort of the bench either. Just the scoring wasn't there tonight. So again, just one or two more healthy guys. This is a completely different ball game, And I know that Philadelphia was missing a couple of pieces, but they're not pieces like 
the queen on the chessboard like Lamelo Ball and that sort of thing. The Sixers played with their queen and Joel Embiid last night. They also had a couple of their other big time role players like Tyrese Maxey and Tobias Harris as well. So you know you give credit where credits due. Philadelphia's a good team. They're a good team for a reason, and they're able to find different ways to win on second nights of back to backs. But again, just. One or two players short for the Hornets, and I know that it's a common refrain here on the podcast and throughout the season, and I hate to sound like a broken record, but unfortunately, it's the truth. Hornets fall 97-89, to 89. Charlotte now 9-31 and 31 on the season. We still have to select our Silver Linings players, and we'll do that next here on the Hornets Hivecast. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic, every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. I can't complain about our effort. You know, we were, we were down a few pieces, and they had their whole team. They played they play well. Miles Bridges, after last night's 97-89 loss against mighty Philadelphia, some of the beasts from the east in town. Night two of back-to-back for both teams. Joel Embiid, 33 points, 10 rebounds, leading the 76ers to the win. Hornets now drop to 9-31. and Sam Farber, Rob Longo here with you on this Silver Linings edition of the HHC, and it's time to make our Silver Linings selections. Rob Longo, you get to pick first. For me, I'm going to go with the number two overall pick again. That's Brandon Miller. Hornets down by eight. Embiid, pull up, shorts, rebound to Ish Smith. Ish Smith off to the races. Hornets with numbers. They give it for Brandon Miller, who lays it in, puts the foul. Not a great three-point shooting night for Brandon, just two at ten from beyond the arc, but everywhere else he was really good inside the three-point line. He ends up going six for seven from th- from inside the arc so that's great five for five at the free throw line seven rebounds three assists almost building off of that career high in rebounding that he had on Friday night against the Spurs with nine so he's inching closer and closer just can't quite get to that double double here during his rookie season but I just love the way that he continues to develop a little bit of a scary moment there in the first quarter too looked like he tweaked an ankle or something and was limping a little bit came out of the game for maybe what a minute or two and then bounced right back into the lineup and then ended up playing 35 minutes which was ultimately tied for the second most on the team with Terry Rozier. Miles Bridges, 40 minutes last night. That's a lot from Miles. But again, Brandon Miller, number two overall pick for a reason. I just continue to really like what I see from the number two overall pick. I can't quite put it into words anymore other than we're lucky to have him here in Charlotte, quite frankly. And he's just been a joy to watch so far. And hopefully when this lineup is fully healthy and ready to go, 
He's going to be one that benefits from seeing guys like LaMelo Ball in that starting lineup. Mark Williams, when he returns to the lineup as well, just spreading the offensive wealth and freeing up Brandon Miller a little bit more because there were a couple of times in the game last night where he was double teamed and had to get the ball out of his hands quickly as well, and he did a good job handling that pressure. But Brandon Miller, definitely one of the top performers last night for Charlotte. Yeah, no question about it. Second on the team with the 23 points. You got me thinking, saying, you know, like the three-point percentage wasn't quite what you wanted. And, and, and you know, two for ten, it's not awful, but it's just not up to his normal standards, certainly. And you think to yourself, well, maybe he just struggles on night to a back-to-back. So I started going through him while you were talking there. First time he went on a back-to-back, he was over five from three. That was at Dallas. Uh, but then in true Brandon Miller form, he made that statement, in my mind, totally irrelevant. He had his career-high 29 points against the New York Knicks on night two of a back-to-back. He had 20 points at Phoenix, six made threes on the road, night two of a back-to-back. So even though the accuracy wasn't particularly great tonight, and I'm sure night two of a back-to-back had something to do with it, uh, that in and of itself has not necessarily been a weak point for Brandon Miller. Really, really strong effort from him. I like the pick. We'll talk more about Brandon in a moment. Before I give you my selection, I want to give one, uh, actually two tips of the cap here. One, Terry Rozier, tough night shooting the basketball for him, over 5 from 3, 1 for 5 from the foul line, but still able to get his numbers and just terrific inside the paint, inside of the arc, tacking players like Joel Embiid. He's normally giving up a, a huge size advantage to a lot of guys. He's given up a foot at times to Joel Embiid and sometimes got switched onto the big fella. Played really well. 19 points, 9 rebounds, 6 assists. He just continues to impress and lead this team uh, with his heart and his fight out there on the floor. Really strong effort. Also want to give some flowers to Ish Smith off the bench. 2 points, Five assists, and that made Ish Smith the seventh undrafted player in NBA history to record 3,000 career assists, joining Daryl Armstrong, J.J. Barea, Jose Calderon, Avery Johnson, John Starks, and former Charlotte star David Wesley. So tip of the cap to Ish Smith. However, my pick is going to be Miles Bridges. Rogier leaves it for Miles. Three ball from the wing. Yes, sir! Miles Bridges drilling another Lowe's three-point shot. Hornets up by four. There's a couple of levels on which Miles deserves the credit for this one. One, the effort last night in and of itself. The double-double, 25 points, and a game-high 11 rebounds. Game-high in a game that included Joel Embiid, his sixth double-double of the season. Also the fact that he was an absolute warrior out there. He played 40 minutes. The only player who played more was Tyrese Maxey of Philadelphia, who played 42. But still, uh, Miles Bridges having some of those defensive assignments, including Joel Embiid, to play 40 minutes. That's incredible. He stretched his streak of games with a made three now to 14, which is the longest active on the squad, considering Terry Rozier missed all his attempts last night. So Miles now the longest active streak of games with a made three. And in addition to his 25 points, he made enough threes to pass Nicholas Batum for eighth in franchise history for career threes and got himself a nice round number 500 total career threes in his career, and he was notified of climbing up that uh, leaderboard, not just passing Batum, but closing in on Glenn Rice. Here's what Miles Bridges had to say about that. That's crazy, you know, because considering that Glenn Rice is from the same city I'm from, um, and he's such a legend here, you know, and I haven't done half the stuff that he's done, so that's a great honor for sure. So hopefully I'll pass him soon. 
I think he will. He's about eight away, so that's you know a couple of games away. If Miles Bridges keeps his form, maybe he'll do it on this upcoming road trip, or perhaps when the Hornets return home, when there will be an overwhelming number of home games. That's on the horizon, Rob Longo, something I am very, very much looking forward to. A lot of home time here in the Queen City and inside of Spectrum Center. After this quick two-game road trip to Minnesota and Detroit, Charlotte's got a four-game homestand. Seven of the next eight games will be in Spectrum Center. Eleven of the final 13 prior to the All-Star break will be at home. So a lot of opportunities to see your Hornets. Go to Hornets.com for all your tickets. We've got one segment left to go and we're going to focus in on Hornets rookie Brandon Miller for that month closing homestand. He might be gunning for an NBA Eastern Conference Award. We'll talk about it next here on the Hornets Hivecast. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Sam Farber, Rob Longo here with you on the Hornets Hivecast, a silver linings edition, sadly, but a great fight for the Hornets falling 97-89 to the Philadelphia 76ers. Hornets are now 9-31. and Tomorrow, they'll be on the road at Minnesota, and of course, we'll have a game preview podcast for you then. But today, we want to talk to you about Brandon Miller, who had a career first, Rob Longo, first time in his career he has had back-to-back 20-point games, 24 in the win over San Antonio, and then on the very next night... 23 against Philadelphia. So not only does he have his first 20-point performances in back-to-back games, but he has them on back-to-back nights, no less. Uh, He has just been exceptional, and it got me thinking about something that has eluded him thus far. He's had some very strong play. He has been up there amongst the league leaders for the rookie class in points per game, three-point percentage. That has been a constant, uh, regardless of what month it is. But there's been an argument to make for Jaime Jaquez of Miami to win the first two Rookie of the Month awards, and he has. And I think there is certainly a strong argument to make for Brandon Miller, particularly the October-November one. December a little less so, just because Hawkins was so strong there. But overall, Brandon Miller has been very, very close in both cases. And now, as we look at the award for January, which will be awarded in a little over 10 days, uh, I think it's worth examining once again. So it's done by conference, and quite frankly, there are only two options right now. It's going to be Hawkins or Miller, the third leading scorer amongst Eastern Conference rookies in 
the month of January is actually Nick Smith Jr., also of the Hornets, who I think has done a lot of really, really good things out there. But he's not going to get the award over his teammate Brandon Miller or Jaime Hawkins. So let's focus it in on those two. Unfortunately, Hawkins is dealing with the injury he suffered in the game against the Charlotte Hornets, where he had that amazing first half, has not played since then. And we always root for health for everyone because we've got enough bad injury stuff going on with the Hornets. We want everyone to get out there on the floor. But right now, Brandon Miller is quickly approaching Hawkins on a, a, a variety of stats. The total points scored favors Hawkins, and the average seems to heavily favor Hawkins, who's averaging about 16 points per game this month. Brandon Miller only 13, but that's a little bit deceiving because Brandon Miller only played a handful of minutes against San Antonio, got injured, and came out in a scoreless contest. Were it not for that, he'd be averaging 15 points per game on the month. And, you know, the numbers would look a lot closer, plus Brandon Miller uh, shooting the ball better overall and from uh, or overall from three compared to Hawkes as well. So a couple of the things I'm looking for, obviously, there's a lot of ground to cover between now and then. Charlotte is going to have six more games, four at home, two on the road. Miami's going to have some more contests. Hopefully Hawkes can get back out there. But there does seem to be a strong argument to make that, Brandon Miller might be the favorite going down the home stretch for Eastern Conference Rookie of the Month for the month of January. I'm sold. Can we just give it to him now? <laughs> well, I think if it went out right now, Hawkins might still get him be- right. based off the the arguments before. I mean, their numbers are pretty close. Um, but Brandon Miller, his best back-to-back set, first time in his career with back-to-back 20-point games. And look, whether it's because LaMelo Ball or other guys are out and there's more shots for the rookie, or LaMelo Ball and other guys are in and Brandon Miller has more space to operate, more catch-and-shoot opportunities, either way, Brandon Miller seems very dialed in right now. Well, as I say, let's for the sake of the argument, let's do it this way. Let's say that Jaime Hawkes happens to miss the next couple of games. Brandon Miller plays the next couple of games, and Brandon Miller continues on that average. Or heck, maybe he even continues to score in the 20s, low 20s, Maybe he's averaging, I don't know, 19 points per game. That probably brings him up around 16. I'm not a math minor like you are, but let's just say for the sake of the argument, it brings him up around the same average that Jaime Hawkins has. If that's the case, then you would probably maybe lean towards Brandon Miller as the Rookie of the Month award because I feel like the NBA is one of those entities where they kind of try to spread the wealth a little bit. I think there were some instances a couple of seasons ago where LaMelo Ball maybe could have swept every single rookie of the month category and then they kind of spread it out a little bit just to make it, I mean, a little bit more even, I guess, in a sense. But I mean, I feel like this is one of those things where if we look really, really far down the line to the end of the season and we're talking about NBA Rookie of the Year, all-rookie team, those kind of accolades, is this something that maybe once Brandon Miller goes to Indianapolis here in a couple of weeks for the All-Star Weekend and the Rising Stars game and he's really able to shine on that platform, maybe that's something that gets more national attention. Because, I mean, at this point, the way that Brandon Miller's playing, I'm going to go ahead and pencil him in there as going to Indianapolis as part of the Rising Stars. I don't think that's out of the question by any stretch of the imagination. Am I out of line by saying that? No, I don't think okay. that. If he doesn't go, I will be shocked. We will riot. We will riot here on a Hornets Hivecast. I swear to you know what, but no. I mean, I think that's one of those things where if he gets on a national stage and he's able to perform well, then that's maybe him taking the next step. I'm not saying LaMelo Ball did that when he went to the Rising Stars, but it was pretty close in, in that sense. And I know that there was some, I mean, obviously he didn't get to go his rookie season, but that sophomore year when he was really able to flourish and shine and then was able to be named to the all-star team later that weekend as well and being one of the youngest all-stars ever to do it i mean that just kind of shows you 
the recognition that you can get on the national stage when all of the eyes are on you. So we'll see what happens in a couple weeks. But in the here and now, if Brandon Miller just continues to perform at this rate that he has over the last two games, then I don't think without a doubt that he has a very, very strong case for Rookie of the Month accolades. I, I think he's got a very strong case to get there. He's basically pulled even with Jaime Hawkins on the overall monthly stats, uh, given the injuries that both of them have suffered at different times. And the way Brandon Miller's playing, uh, this is the best stretch of basketball we've seen from him, which is saying something because he's been so strong, so solid, so consistent all throughout the campaign. Case in point, if there was just Rookie of the Year based off of conference overall, Chet Holmgren, Victor Wembanyama, they, they are clearly one and two based off what they've been able to do statistically and overall make that argument for another podcast. But if you're just looking at the Eastern Conference, Brandon Miller, more points per game, better three-point percentage, almost all the other stats very much in line, slight edge to Miller on rebound, slight edge to Hakez on assist. I mean, they're, they're right there neck and neck with one another in terms of what they've been able to do. Brandon Miller is a one-and-done Hakez as a four-year star at UCLA. So uh, it'll be interesting. We're looking forward to hopefully Brandon Miller getting some flowers later on. If he can continue this trend this month, he certainly should be the favorite for Eastern Conference Rookie of the Month. We'll find that one out and, of course, have it covered for you right here on the HHC. Next episode, we'll get you ready for sunny, as always, Minnesota Hornets visiting the Timberwolves, where when we checked the other night, uh, Rob, you told me it was four degrees? I think it was like four. Real feel was maybe five, and then I think Detroit was like a balmy 19. So, like I said after the game the other day, have fun. Wonderful. We'll, we'll get you ready for Hornets at Timberwolves, hopefully a healthier Hornets squad going into that one, and we'll have all the updates for you on tomorrow's edition of the HHC. Rob Longo, thanks as always for coming on board with me for this episode. Pleasure as always. I guess I'll give you a couple days off of the podcast after we preview the game tomorrow, and you got to hit the road for a couple. That's right. We will uh, have you covered tomorrow, and on and on from then on as the Hornets continue this 23-24 campaign. For Rob Longo, I'm Sam Farber saying it's been a pleasure and a privilege having you along. We'll talk to you next time right here on the Hornets Hivecast. Thank you for listening to the Hornets Hivecast brought to you by Senta, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. For more coverage, visit Hornets.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.